0: It's the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Your daily download of X92 Nights,
1: X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. Brought to you by Shane Homes, offering affordable customization on your new home. It's Monday, April 10th, 2023. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Easter Monday.
0: Easter Monday.
1: Kind of a ridiculous holiday. It's not a holiday for most people. No. But uh, if you're off today, hopefully you're enjoying your day off. Yeah. If you're at work, well, then we got you. How was your weekend, Sean? How was your long weekend?
0: It was great. Uh, I was out in Whistler visiting family. So my mom and dad flew in from Toronto, and then my sister was obviously there with my niece and nephew. And yeah, it was awesome. Did uh, I got to see my, my niece and nephew ski.
1: That's super cute.
0: And they're <laughs> four and two. Oh, so <laughs> uh, my niece now, yeah, she's on skis, but she's like not really quite grasping it yet but she can kind of stand on skis so it was so fun to kind of rip down with her and then my nephew's just tearing it up now oh, yeah. like just speed demon already ready to go knows
1: how to knows how to pizza so just loves to fly down the hill so those family weekends are so important when oh, you're yeah. all still able to get together like that totally so you gotta take every opportunity you can actually to, in, on tomorrow's show I have something about that so I'm glad you got to do that this weekend. Heck yeah. No, it uh, was awesome. Lots of, lots of good family time. What about you? Uh, I did not have a good weekend. And I will explain why on today's podcast. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about one of the funniest place names in Canada and etymology. Some dad jokes. Uh, something that will ask you is 35 too old to do this. Your Boston Bruins. Broken not, NHL record. Not stuff. our Boston Bruins. Didn't talk about that. No. A uh, Terry of the Month nominee. A documentary I watched recently, which was just fascinating and also funny at the same time. A uh, type of snobs involving the names of little kids. And a new holiday that we're proposing this week. After your out of context clip of the show, it's pretty hard to miss because of his uh, crazy, youthful exuberance and stoke.
0: The Beckler and Shauna podcast. So this past Friday, Beckler was good Friday, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking that this coming Friday should be bad Friday. <laughs> Just balance it out a little. You know, we had good Friday. Good Friday. It, was very, it was very good. Now bad Friday. Can we have bad Friday? Let's now, be so bad this Friday. Ask, are we
1: gonna be bad we on Friday? Be bad. <laughs> oh, I'm excited. Like I don't know what
0: bad Friday is going to
1: entail, but it's gotta be bad, okay? <laughs> well, I wanna be bad, but I and maybe a little naughty. Yes, but exactly. I wanna stop short of being evil. Yeah, yeah. No so, no
0: Yeah, yeah. Like you've been a bad boy. It's gotta be you know? bad. You've gotta be a little bad on Friday. You know you when Billy Eilish show.
1: wrote that song Bad Guy? Yeah. That was about me. Was I'm it? A bad
0: guy. You're such a bad but bad boy. <laughs> you know, she should have said you're a bad boy over there Stop
1: being such a bad boy. <laughs> Okay, what are we doing on bad? I Friday don't even then? know. How are we At celebrating? this point, we're
0: gonna have some bad things. We're gonna do some bad things, but not again. Not evil, just a little bad. Yeah, right? Just A little naughty. Just a little. Exactly. Naughty is well, the word. I'll
1: tell you right now. I'm gonna have a dessert that I probably oh, shouldn't of have. You I'm gonna are. cheat on my diet just a little. Yeah. Perhaps a, a sinful piece of cake or something. Yes. I'm gonna stay okay. out
0: a little later than I should. I'm
1: gonna be bad. I'm gonna just, ooh, ooh. I might do a bit of gossiping. Yes, absolutely. And people say, "Oh, you're so
0: bad," and then you might have to be punished. After after can we have is it punisher saturday after that much
1: you know then i think i'm going to go to the mall and i'm going to spend a bit too much on a gift for mckenna and she'll open it up and she'll say this is too much you're
0: bad you have to no but you have to spend a little too much on yourself too because that's bad when i'm there when i'm at the mall spending some time on your just a little extra money on yourself
1: might get myself a new pair of shoes i might be a little bit bad Mm -hmm. And I'll tell the salesperson, I'm being bad today.
0: Yes, I'm, I'm being so bad. I, I have too many shoes already. I need another pair. I don't
1: just need another pair, bad. but I'm just feeling a little little bad.
0: I'm going to need to be punished after <laughs> this.
1: <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Well, I didn't have the best long weekend, Shauna. Why not? Uh, Friday morning, right at the start of the long weekend, uh, we were at the gym and I was doing a deadlift. Not super heavy or anything. I've just started trying to cut weight for the summer, so I'm not lifting really heavy right now. But I went to pick it up and I felt a twang in my back, like oh, a, like a no. guitar string. And I let out this super embarrassing yelp. And I dropped the weight and I fell down on one knee. and oh. that was it. Like I have, I've been in so much pain since Friday morning.
0: Yeah, you're really battling in here right now. It's, yeah,
1: yeah, I'm sweating. It's, <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> on Friday it was unreal. Like I couldn't, I couldn't get around our house without help. Like McKenna had to help me up off the couch to the bathroom. She had to like help change me. It was, oh my god! It's I've I've hurt my back lifting before, but never like this. Like this is next level. Um, Wait, well,
0: can you, are you gonna get it checked out, or what's gonna happen? Well, what
1: are they gonna say? I don't know. Like, gonna say ice know. it, take Tylenol. I know she's like on Friday, she's like, you have to go to emergency. I was like, I'm gonna sit there for three hours for them to tell me to ice it and take Tylenol, right? Maybe like, they'll give you they some do? good drugs. Well, like, yeah. Well, I took it. I took a Tylenol three. I didn't even touch it. Oh jeez. So. Um, but I had all these plans this past weekend to get all this work done. It's yeah. the whole reason we didn't go away and see family this weekend. So I was like, oh, I'll get spring cleaning done, you know, get the garage and the shed organized and everything, move some snow around. No, I just laid on the laid on the couch, laid on the floor. I'm so sorry. Couldn't move. Yeah, it sucks. It's awful. Uh, it's pretty fresh. It's getting
0: old. That's what that, that is. It is getting old. Yeah. But
1: uh good thing we have this just the song for this occasion, which I think we made the last time I had back pain. Yes. So we we'll spinner again. Okay. Oh my God, Beckler. Look at your back. It is
0: so bent. You look like one of those Rabaxa set puppets. Who remembers those puppets? You should see a doctor because you're folded up like a lawn chair, okay? I mean, your back. It's just so bent. I can't believe it's so crooked. You're like stooped. I mean,
1: gross. Look. You're just so... I frigged my back and I cannot move. My physio won't approve. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. I
0: encountered another type of snob on the weekend. Oh, okay. uh, I'm not sure if we've discussed this type of snob before. Kids name snobs?
1: I don't believe we have. How would you define a kid's name, snob?
0: So, I mean, everybody has an opinion on if a kid's name is good or bad. Oh,
1: yeah. Like, Very everybody. strong opinions. Oh, yep. abs-
0: like, to the point where it's just, it's known that if you are having your own child, you don't even want to tell people in advance. It's just like, nope, everyone has their own opinion, so just let it go. And then right. when you have the kid, you just have the name for them, and then everybody gets to deal with it. Because
1: everybody will judge your choices leading up Absolutely. to it. Absolutely. Yep.
0: Uh, but we were, we encountered this kid called Lyric. On the weekend. And my sister okay. made a comment and was like, Lyric is a stupid name. And <laughs> I was like, it's funny because that's... Your sister tells
1: it like it is, it's, hey? <laughs>
0: it's, it's not the first time I've heard the name Lyric either. And actually, I was thinking about it and it's growing on me. Because I remember the first time I heard the name Lyric and I was like, that's weird. And then now I'm like, well, we have the name Melody. So now we have lyric. Like, is it that extreme? These are just parts of a song, really. You know, lyric is a it's a name. So this
1: is my son' bass line. Right, that'll this be this is my daughter' next. backbeat.
0: Absolutely, <laughs> yep. Drum bongo, whatever. You know, it's
1: whole but, backbeat backler, a real beauty. <laughs> so, yep. Lyric is funny though because the people who name their kid lyric, they're imagining lyrics of like. Beautiful, Beautiful by Christina Aguilera uh-huh. or Imagine by John Lennon. There are some real bad lyrics out there too. Fat yeah. Man Scoop has lyrics too. Yes, he does. You could look it's them true. up on the lyrics websites. Yeah, yeah.
0: no, it's true. I, I get it. I get it. But anyway, this is a, this is a very real thing. Kids, we name, all know stops? About this. Kids name stops. Kids names Definitely.
1: Oh yeah. Oh, we made sure to choose a name of deep meaning and pop culture reference for our child.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, if a name is on the top five thousand trendiest names of the year, I would never dare name my child that.
1: Our child's name isn't so much a name as it is a collection of sounds that we found pleasing together. <laughs>
0: Yes, using letters is far too common these days. I only use symbols. I need a name as unique as my precious
1: snowflake. Yes, well, I guarantee you've never seen this name spelled the way we spell it.
0: (laughs) Oh no, you can't even write my child's name. It's just a sound. It's.
1: It's so unique. Isn't it, though? It's beautiful. It beautiful? <laughs> Thank you.
0: and love podcast. I was
1: watching this documentary on the weekend called The Alpinist. I don't know if you've seen it or not.
0: No, I've heard really good things about
1: it, though. Yeah. I keep meaning to see it. It's about this climber from BC named Marc-Andre Leclerc. Did you watch Free Solo? Did you watch that documentary? No, that's no? another one that
0: everybody kept telling me I need to watch.
1: So that's about this climber named Alex Honnold and his attempt to climb El Capitan in Yosemite. Um, So this documentary, The Alpinist, opens with Alex Honnold being asked on a radio show if there's anybody out there who he is really impressed by. And he mentions this kid from B.C. named Marc-Andre Leclerc. Okay. Uh, He said he was doing stuff that he thought was insane, which is really saying something because most people think Alex Honnold is insane. No kidding. So I watched this documentary. It was so good. And it's like, it's hard to even comprehend the kind of climbs that Leclerc was doing. Like he, like in the winter with like free solo some of these insane faces with like
0: yeah, part of
1: it would be ice climbing, part of it would be rock climbing. He wouldn't wear gloves, like, uh, yeah, it'd be multi day climbs. Hi. and his film crew throughout this documentary was so frustrated with him because he kept sneaking off to do these climbs. By himself, without telling them, because he said he didn't consider it to be truly solo if there was anybody else there with him, even a film crew. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's it's the actually, next level. Yeah. He was a few years ago. He was killed in an avalanche in Alaska. So that's how the documentary ends, which is really sad. But yeah. it's it's a fantastic watch if you're into the, those types of sports documentaries. Anyway, earlier in the documentary, they're filming, they're they're interviewing some of his climbing friends in BC, in Squamish, and they are beyond BC hippies like the the minute you
0: said Squamish I was like oh, okay I know where this is going <laughs> <laughs> whatever you
1: think of as a BC hippie yep more more than that like- oh yeah
0: I stopped in Squamish this past weekend actually really? and you just go it is amazing that is the place yes yeah it's there's something about it
1: where was it where someone someone a cab driver said that people tried to pay him in good vibes that was Nelson That was Nelson, okay. Nelson
0: maybe the only place that I could think that rivals Squamish
1: well I guarantee you the people in this documentary have tried to pay in good vibes but oh my God so I'm sure like Mark Andre at, at one point is living in a stairwell in this documentary he's of living course. in a stairwell yeah and then he and his girlfriend get tired of the stairwell and they move to a tent in the woods permanently oh, okay and not like a like a big barbecue tent or anything like a like a backpacker's tent yep in the woods is there is where they live okay um and and then they show that he's one of the guys they interview who knows, who knew Mark Andre was a guy named Heavy duty. That's just what they call him. Okay. And he liked he he liked to hula hoop with Mark Andre. So there's a scene of them hula hooping together. Oh yes. In the parking lot. It's just okay. The most BC people you can imagine. And then they yeah. ask one of his friends about Mark Andre, and this is what he, he says just here: Join the ranks of the hardcore local climbers. Right away, as soon as he moved to town, he's pretty hard to miss because of his uh, crazy youthful exuberance and stoke. Calm
0: down. Yes,
1: his stoke. Mm-hmm. He was tough to miss because of his stoke. Stoke, yep. Right? You, you just you could see that on someone. there Yeah, stoke. obviously, yeah. So if you're going to be meeting this guy at around 5 o'clock. You won't miss him. You'll just see his stoke. Watch his so-
0: stoke, and then you can pay him in vibes. Okay? and Shana Podcast. We got a message from a friend of the show, Mitch, uh, and it was this, I forget if it was a Jeep or whatever. It was a vehicle, and on it, there was a bumper sticker that just said, I heart guns and titties. <laughs> and he was like, this is a real Terry right here. And I just looked oh, at is this it ever. Holy hell. Like, I didn't even know you could purchase a bumper sticker that just says I heart guns and titties, but you sure can. Yeah, you and see
1: some pretty wild bumper stickers out there. I don't suppose
0: you? you do, yeah. Uh, and this one just I was just that is a flex. Like that is
1: you said you weren't sure what kind of vehicle it was on. It's probably safe to assume it was a truck. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know.
0: That's a stupid thing to even say. Uh, it was on the top rack, though, as well. So, uh, it's, uh, yeah, obviously, Terry goes and he takes uh, probably his guns and titties, and he goes on, on treks with it. But at least he
1: knows who he is.
0: That's what you I know, was thinking. There's
1: no surprises with that guy.
0: Yeah. Like, I was going to say, if you were to go on a first date with someone and they pulled up... <laughs>
1: In a truck with a bumper
0: sticker, and it's a massive bumper sticker as well. This is a sticker that everybody can see, and it just said, I love guns and titties on it. I'd be like, all right, well, you know, at least I I know what I'm getting.
1: <laughs> He's like, that's who I am. This is me? <laughs> this, this, this is me. <laughs> You know, that's You're really you not going to change a, me.
0: You can pull up in that and look at them, and you can decide from that point forward. Do you want, you want the okay? guns of titty or not? You know? The and Shauna Podcast.
1: So last night, my Boston Bruins, your Boston Bruins, yours not and mine. My Boston Bruins, no. Uh, beat Philly to win their 63rd game of the season and set a new NHL record for the most wins <sighs> in one regular season.
0: So annoying.
1: Oh, it's great. that uh, That record was previously held by two teams, the 95-96 Red Wings, and the 18-19 Tampa Bay Lightning. Mm-hmm. I have a couple thoughts about this. Yep. So the first is that I think it's difficult to compare records like this across eras because the way points are tabulated, the way games are decided, the way seasons are decided has changed throughout NHL history. Yeah, So like The 75-76 Montreal Canadiens, they played 80 games. They won 60 of those games, but 12 were ties. So had they had... The shootout, right. like we do now, yep. I mean, you could probably assume that they would have won three-quarters of those games in the shootout, mm-hmm. which would put them at like 68 wins. That was one of the greatest teams ever assembled. Yeah. The 75-76 Canadians. Or like the 95-96 Red Wings, who won 62 games. They, I mean, they were a great team with Iserman and Fedorov and Lidstrom and that, but they, that was pre-salary cap era. Right. So you could stack up a team back then in a way that you can't stack up a team now. Yep. so to win 63 games and the Bruins I think still have two games left three games left in the, sal- the salary cap era is really incredible
0: it's so irritating
1: it's it's just great
0: as the Leafs said what a I fun year I hate I mean yeah
1: it's okay. been so much fun <sighs> the other thing I was thinking about was something my, my dad brought up and I think he actually heard Wayne Gretzky talking about this because Wayne's on one of the panels on the broadcasts, yep. you know and he said that if the Bruins don't win the Stanley Cup this year, it's going to be seen as a failure of a season in the eyes of a lot of people to have such a strong regular season and then to not win the Cup. Yep. Um, but Gretzky was saying that he, does, he thinks that that wouldn't take away from what the Bruins have achieved this year because to play c- that consistently over an 82-game season, because it's a long, long regular season in the NHL, yep. is remarkable.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And Gretzky said he thought that they, the Bruins play, play hockey the right way He said they, you know, what were his exact words? But he said he thinks he likes the way the Bruins play, and he thinks that's even more impressive than getting hot in the playoffs and riding, you know, or riding a hot goalie. And and as they say, like anything
0: can happen in the playoffs. And you're right. If you have a really hot goalie, then you can steal games that way. So
1: definitely. You just have to get hot at the right time. The Bruins could run into a hot goalie, and that could be the end of their run here. If they do win the cup. Not it the cup. would probably be safe to say that they were. This is the greatest hockey team of all time, Jeez. because the other like record holders for most wins in a regular season. I don't think none, any of them won the cup the year that they they did that. So if the Bruins set the record for the most wins and then went all the way to the Stanley Cup and won it, it'd be pretty tough to argue that that isn't the greatest hockey team of all time. Which is just a lot of fun. Oh god. Oh, it's been fun. I mean, it's been so much fun as a fan just watching the regular season this year too. Like it's when you when you cheer for a team that's so strong that you know that they're gonna find a way to win every night, even if they go down in a game, you're like, Oh, yeah. they'll they'll battle back and win. It's really fun. Mm-hmm. It's really special. Okay, cool. So if the Flames don't make it in, and I'm really hoping that they do, uh, there is room on the Bruins bandwagon. Please
0: yeah, everybody who's listening to this right now is a Flames fan. Is just like, uh-huh, cool, oh, cool, cool.
1: There's no rivalry between the fl- Flames no, and the No, there Bruins. isn't. It's just, you, yeah. You, Come you, with You want to see your own team. Join us on this historic I'm run. i certainly
0: not going to be there. <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna Podcast. I was chatting with a friend on the weekend about how it would be fun to live in a resort town and do the whole hospitality thing for a bit and just be a bit of a ski bum. And we're both 35, and then he said to me, and he was like, I think I'm getting too old for that, though. And I was like, do you think... I thought about it, I was just like, he's 35 and single, and I was like, he's in, you know, good shape. I said, are you getting too old to to go and do the whole ski bum (laughs) thing at that age? It's kind of an intriguing thought, though, because I get it, you know, as you get older, you're like, oh, I don't know if I could handle that lifestyle anymore, and I think the big thing would be if you had to have roommates, okay, and your roommates were, you know, 18 or 19, (laughs) and you were trying to keep (laughs) up, that, then, I could see why you'd be like, I think I'm getting a little too old for this, but if Why not? If you're single and
1: 35 otherwise, why? I guess it depends on what you are looking for in life. Yeah. You know, if you have career aspirations and stuff, then that's probably not a great choice. Mm -hmm. 15 years ago, I would have loved it. Yes. You know, when I was like 19, 20, that would have been so much fun. And I probably should have done it in hindsight.
0: I know. I always think about that too. I I mean, you have a family now, so obviously it's very different. But I was like, what if you didn't have a family?
1: It would still be a no for me. Yeah. For sure. To be 35 and to be... You know, yeah, and like, you know, living in a hard partying town and like yeah. hanging out with all these like 20 year olds and stuff. Oh, oh man, I don't think that, would, you know, even if I didn't have a family, I had, when I was younger, I had an idea of where I wanted to be yes. in life at this point, And yep. it wasn't. Working a hospitality job in a ski town and you know what if that's what if that's what you want out of life that's fine it, I was gonna say cause make th- a lot way. of those
0: towns do you meet a ton of people who are older and they've been there the whole life like they are ski bums and they're basically ski bums their whole life and they're so happy like you'll meet people on the chairlifts and it's like yeah I've worked whatever you know and done this and skied every day for the last 30 years and you're like that is amazing yeah
1: and if you're happy then yeah you know who's to say that your life isn't as good as someone who's going to work at a job they don't like and is miserable exactly but, but they own a house i knew a girl who lived in Banff for a while she was in her late 30s i think and a bunch of her friends were a little older had lived there for a while mm-hmm. and she said they all called it neverland because you didn't <laughs> have to grow up if you lived there
0: yeah that's sounds so, pretty good
1: and then eventually she left mm. and grew up. No, okay. Right. So fair. But some people never do. It's true. And if that's if that's what you like, then do your own thing, man. It's your I mean, life. It, it keeps
0: you young, I think, doing that too. Like I think a lot of the time people, yeah, age because they are in a job they hate or get stuck in a you know, a situation that's not ideal for them. Whereas I think if, if you love what you're doing and you're doing it, Every single day, then you'll probably stay young and stay in good shape
1: and stay youthful. To a degree. I mean, at 34, the idea of partying all night and then having to be up to run a lift the next morning just sounds like my nightmare. You don't have to party all night, right? You do.
0: (laughs) That's the thing, is that you can live in a town and be a ski bum and not... Like, there's, again, lots of people who are older who do that and they're not not partying all night. I suppose.
1: Yeah. I mean, if you had a really good job in one of those towns... Mm Then it'd probably be a ton of fun.
0: Yeah, life. you'd have to have some yeah. discipline, though, for sure. Because, yes, Which if would be you tough, wouldn't it? party all night as you get older, that's what you can't rebound from.
1: The Beckler and Shauna Podcast.
0: A friend of mine's dad is, I think he's 76 now, 75 or 76. And he still skis, and he's one of the best skiers I know. And he, uh, like, it's insane. He'll, he'll log 90 days a season, I think, now. Wow. Wow. Uh
1: mid seventies.
0: Yep. And like honestly the most fit person on the board yeah. for sure at that he must age. Be
1: crazy good shape.
0: It's crazy because like you think about like he hasn't really had any major injuries or anything and he skied for this long and
1: And not. it's not a low impact sport. No. It's not pickleball. No. It's- <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah. Wow. So was he always a ski bum, or did he like after retirement kind of get back into it?
0: He got back into it. He was always a like a serious skier. Yeah. Uh, but he had another job. I forget what he used to do, and now he's retired and he just full time skis. Okay. It's crazy. I think he lives. Jeez, is it just outside of Whistler, I believe now. And yeah, just skis
1: there nonstop. <laughs> so fun way to spend your retirement if oh you're good God, in good enough health. Yeah. Um, I know I said during that segment that, you know, if you're 35 and want to be a ski bum or you're 75 and want to be a ski bum, if it works for you, that's great. I do have a bit of an unpopular opinion when it comes to ski bum families. Because I think I think the ski bum lifestyle loses its charm if you have kids. Yeah. And if you're living in a van and you're chasing the snow and you're carting your kids around totally. in pursuit of what's essentially a hobby. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, if you're... Yeah, we're going to homeschool the kids and live in a van so that I can ski as much as I want. Like, when you become a parent, your hobbies and your interests take a back seat. And I feel like some of those families put their hobbies front and center.
0: Yeah, although, uh, like, I follow this RV um, forum of some sort. And there's, like, thousands upon thousands of of members on this. And, man, like, a a lot of them, it sounds like the, the kids absolutely love it. Well, of course
1: they do. Right, rather be skiing um, than in school. But I think sure. some
0: of them, like you know, it comes down to they they didn't do that well in the regular school system, and so they found a way to yeah be able to like school them and get them their education and also do this. So, but but yes, like if it's you're doing this and forcing your kids to, it's one thing. If there's a way you could manage to do it even for a little bit. I, I don't see why not Yeah, like,
1: it's going to be different for every family Everyone's yeah. circumstances are different Everybody can make different things work But I do feel like sometimes it's the parents' love of skiing that's driving this Which is, yeah Whereas it's not like, you know, like my buddy He lived all over the place, all over the world growing up Because his mom was nursing in third world countries Like, mm-hmm. that's a little different You know, if, you're, if your parent is, I don't know If they're some sort of researcher And you have to move all over the place chasing Like, that's, that's not a hobby That's like right that is in pursuit of a, of a greater goal, pursuit of a career. It's not just like I mean. You could uh,
0: even argue that yeah, if you have a family and you're, you no, know, forcing them to move all the way, then maybe you should have found a different career path. Period.
1: Well, I mean, it's, yeah, I guess it depends on how you approach it, but mm-hmm. it's. I mean, those are pretty noble pursuits. For sure. Nursing yep. all over the world, right? Nursing in in poor countries, yeah. training nurses, that sort of thing. Yeah. Whereas it's like skiing's a hobby for all but a very few people. It's a hobby, right? Yep. Yeah. So it's even like, I've I've watched a few bodybuilding documentaries where like at the very top, the, you have, they have to be so dedicated. Like the, really bodybuilding becomes their whole lives because yep. everything revolves around their workouts and their naps and their meals and everything. And I've seen a few guys who I guess would be pro in the sense that, you know, they are professional body, bodybuilders, but like the whole family, it's all about dad's bodybuilding. Yeah. Right. Like the, that comes first. And I'm mm-hmm. like, man, at that point, maybe you shouldn't have had kids if that's more important than your family right that's
0: yep i mean there's definitely a balance right because you could even say people who are gym rats like yeah if you're sacrificing being with your kids to to be able to keep up a a really like intense gym routine then it's yeah maybe that's a something that you should back off on a bit
1: but yeah
0: yeah and i
1: actually i know a few people like that where it's like Kids are in daycare all day. Mom and dad pick them up, go right to the gym for two hours of yeah weight training, and it's like, it's all a balance,
0: right? Like it's a lot. You know, you, obviously you need some some of your own escape. You need your own hobbies for sure, even with kids. And yes, Definitely. there's a way that you you know need to
1: do that for your own sanity's sake. But yeah, eventually it it's too much, right? right? Like does the whole family's lives revolve around your hobby? Yeah, that's yeah. too much. It's a balance. Yeah. But like we said, it's not a one-size-fits-all solution, and neither is a home from Shane Homes. Affordable customization is something they offer so that you can rejig some of their floor plans to make it work best for your situation, for you and your family. You can see some of these options at shanehomes.com. Shane Homes, the better way to build. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. Real quick here, Shauna, can I get you to rate a couple of dad jokes that I made recently? Absolutely. I think they are are two Hall of Famers. They're not my jokes. They've been made by every dad since the dawn of time okay so prior to my back injury i was playing mini sticks in the living room with Bo and brigham yeah and uh the ball went off Bo's head into the net and i said that's using your head (sighs) yeah that's a good one if that happens at a sporting event like there's a there's a law that a dad has to say that right Some dad has to make that comment. Absolutely. Yeah. That's using your head. How many kids? That's huh? 40, 40 kids. 40 kids. 40 yeah, kid we're, I'm jumping jokes. right oh up. Like, that is I, that's one of the
0: upper... Yes. Okay. Yep. Up, upper echelon of dad jokes for sure. Okay, Second
1: next. one. Uh, McKenna said she was going for a walk yesterday evening, and she stepped out the front door, and then she forgot something and came back in. And I said, "Well, oh, that was quick. Oh, my God. Yep. <laughs> wow. Wow. Jeez. I, okay, I, start,
0: <laughs> I started my rating up really high. This, we're going up even higher. 50, 50, 50 kids. 50 children. 50 children. Wow. The Beckler
1: and Shauna Podcast. Etymology with Shauna.
0: So a friend of the show, Evan asked where the term take a gander comes from. And I was like, interesting. So take a gander meaning to take a look.
1: Yeah, a, right. a quick look at something. Super.
0: So it, it literally comes from the fact that geese with their long necks, like to kind of poke their heads up around anything. They're known <laughs> as very noisy, so it it just does. It comes from the definition of gander, as in geese. It's very literal, hey? They're a nosy goose, essentially. Um, but it's funny, because when you read about why that came to be, like why we started using that to mean what it does, uh, some think that it started with thieves. So back a few hundred years ago, thieves in Great Britain came up with their own slang, so that people would be a little bit confused as to what they were saying. So when they were communicating to one another, and of course thievery was a big thing back then, they would have their own almost chatter that other people would be like, what? Um, So there's other examples of this as well. There's this book that was released back in 1857 called Vulgar Speak, and it explained a lot of the thievery slang that was used back then. So I buzzed a shakester of a skin for example.
1: I buzzed a shakester of a skin? It buzzed a shakester of a
0: skin. That means I robbed a lady of a purse. So a shakester mm, was lady, lady, a purse Buzz. was skin.
1: Buzzed was to steal.
0: Buzz was steal. So there was all kinds of... Sl- like, they had their own language. That's they really would funny. Talk. So there's another one. Then a cross cove called out cop bung. So as a pig was marking, I spilled to the crib.
1: That has to do with seeing a police officer and taking off back to your hideout. Totally. So, okay.
0: speeled means ran away. Cross Cove was the name of a fellow thief. Mm. So, a cross cove gave him the heads up. There was a cop, cop bung, which hilarious. Cop <laughs> bung was around, and so they ran back to their crib, which is house, which we you know know as that still to this day. So, those were kinds of some of the different examples that they used, where it was all this different slang. So, they think yeah, Gandor came along with that too.
1: It's funny that you can kind of. Figure out what they're trying to say just based on a little bit of context, Absolutely, right? Absolutely, yeah. I also like the idea of calling a purse a skin. Yes, which I'm going to be using that from now on. And
0: I was like, a shakester. Why is that a lady? A shakester.
1: I don't know. Yeah. And take a gander is so folksy. It totally. I love is. It. Yeah,
0: I'll still take a gander. I'll take a gander over there.
1: Etymology with
0: Shauna Beckler and Shauna podcast. I rediscovered one of my favorite place names in, I think, all of Canada, and I forgot about it for a while. But Saint Louis du Ha Ha
1: have you heard of this place before now that you mentioned it i think i remember hearing about it yeah
0: yeah yeah like i remember laughing about it a long time (laughs) ago and then i re-came across it recently i was like i forgot that that place exists here but it is actually saint louis du ha exclamation mark ha, exclamation mark, that is how it's spelled.
1: It actually has exclamation marks it is. in the name of the place. In
0: fact, I think they have a Guinness Book of World Record designation now because they're the only place that has two exclamation marks <laughs> or one. I'm not sure if there's another place that has one, but it has two of them and they're in the Guinness Book of World
1: Records. That's Record. hilarious. Saint Louis du ha-ha!
0: Yeah, which also, it's it's tough because in in, in Quebec they don't say their H's. So I guess there it would be Saint Louis du ha ah. <laughs> Which I don't know if that's funnier or not, because then you just you sound a little bit like uh, you know, you're like the count uh, counting at that point. But yes, Saint Louis, do ha ha is how it's spelled. I so love it.
1: Do in French, you have to help me with this. Yes. is of right. Uh, yes. You, okay, yeah. so it's Saint Louis of Ha Ha?
0: Yes. So I looked so into this the a little bit. patron saint of Ha Ha? But this is what <laughs> I was very confused. I was like, why is this even a thing? Like, why does this name exist? Uh And you can't find too much about it aside from that Ha Ha is, I guess, an old French word that means an unexpected obstacle. Okay. So I guess also, yeah, like the, the patron saint of unexpected obstacles or... What? Like it's very strange. But why
1: the exclamation points?
0: Then I know, just to enhance that it's very unexpected. Yeah.
1: Ah! <laughs> ah! <laughs>
0: also, I think he ever <laughs> <laughs> walking around, and that's what they say when something <laughs> pops up, like ha-ha! Ha-ha!
1: Ha-ha! Ha-ha! Ha-ha-ha!
0: Ha-ha-ha! 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 It was like, we kind of... That's- that's where we get aha from, I bet. Like you know how in English we we'll be like aha if something like a is
1: realization,
0: and it would be probably from a different version of ha ha because it's uh, again similar. So there you go.
1: Is there a football player named Ha Ha Clinton Dix? Yes, there is. Mm-hmm. It's a great name for a football player too. His doesn't have the exclamation points though. Unexpected obstacle. <laughs> ha <Ha-ha>. ha. this week on X After Hours with Mariah and Ty. Uh, Matt Barry or the Hamburglar. <coughs> Matt Barry. He's, the he's getting wiped up.
0: Scoot Matt. Toss Matt in there. Alright, Matt Barry wins. Yeah, come on. He'll be pissed if I had said the
1: hamburglar. I think he might be on Team Hamburglar.
0: X after hours. Watch the video on YouTube. Stream it wherever you get your podcasts. Or find it at x929.ca.